Everybody knows that in 2020, community is one of the best ways to build defensibility within a startup. Unfortunately, there are still many tools that are needed to be used in order to run a successful community that's engaging, right? You want to have a newsletter for community? Great, it's Substack. You want to have a discussion board? Great, maybe it's Notion. You want to have events? It's Eventbrite. You want to have an actual software? Maybe it's Slack or Circle. But it wasn't until now that all of these tools and use cases are pulled into one tool. But today's sponsor for Forward Thinking Founders has done just that. Edition.so has taken all these parts of community building, put it under one platform, so you don't have to focus on community ops. All you have to focus on is community building. So if you are sick of stitching together all these different tools to build a community, but you want to have one, you want to have a thriving community for your startup, for your creator career, then give Edition.so a try. Right now, there is a waitlist to get in, but if you go to addition.so slash forward thinking, you'll be able to be bumped up to the top, give the platform a try, and use community to all the benefits that it has. So if you're sick of using 17 different tools to run your community, head to addition.so slash forward thinking and get started today. Now let's get into today's episode. What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies, and the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus, so if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kuhn, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews, so check it out. Enjoy the repository. And for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Danny Grant, who's a co-founder of Jam. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Hey, Matt. I actually wanted to start with a question for you. Sure. Let, let's do it. So, Matt, you just launched on Product Hunt yesterday? Yeah. Yesterday was the day. Very exciting. And, you know, we want to launch on Product Hunt soon. And wanted to ask you, do you have any advice now that you've done it once? Like, if you were to advise us how to do it, what would you tell us to do? Well, I feel like, so I've launched now, that was my fourth product that I've launched. And every one of my launches have been good, not great. Meaning they've gotten in between 200 and 500 upvotes, but never exploded, never went number one. So I can, I can give you advice on like how to have a solid, solid launch, but I don't know if I can give you advice on how to have the number one of the day. But to have a solid launch, I would stay up um, the night before, launch at 12 o'clock, try to get someone who um, uh, is like in the product hunt community to hunt you just so you can land on the front home page and then um, DM people. People think that it'll just happen. Like, oh, like we launched our product hunt. Like we're well known. Like let's, no, no. Like you need to manually will it into existence or else you will go lower on the home page and then you won't pick up any organic lifts. So those are the two things. Start the night before 
and then manually pretend like you're nobody. Like no one knows who you are. No one cares because like when you're competing against all these other products they're you know, they're DMing all their friends. So you got to DM your friends too. The last thing is, um, you know, for me, like the launch started well, but it ended up, we ended up in like fourth of the day or fifth of the day. And like on one sense, um, you know, you want to be number one, but in other sense, we drove revenue and we drove signups through Product Hunt. So, like, at the end of the day, oh, Product awesome. Hunt is just a means to you grow your business. So, if it doesn't go exactly as planned, who cares? Like, did you get any benefit for your business? Great. It was totally a success. So, that, that is kind of my, my thoughts on doing a good Product Hunt launch. Amazing. Hey, congrats. Thank you. Yeah, I, I am very excited about it. I, I, um, I'm glad it's out of the way. So, now I can just keep, keep shipping and stuff. Um, so, well, you want to launch something on product time, which is exciting. What do you want to launch on product, AKA a transition to what are you working on with, 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 um, with jam for people that haven't heard of it? Can you kind of share what you're working on? Yeah, absolutely. And it's such a fun, uh, like day to do that. Uh, I'm right now in Austin. I flew out to, uh, go work with my co-founder in person. We had not seen each other in person since starting a company together and he's about to have a baby. And we're like, okay, now is the time. It's our last chance uh, before everything changes. Um, and so uh, we've been working in person here in Austin this week. Uh, and so it's like a fun time to talk about what we're doing. So we met at Cloudflare. Uh, Cloudflare got to like a certain size and they were like, how are we going to innovate brand new things? You know, like we've become this large company now. And what they decided to do is they built this kind of incubator team inside the company, like a skunk work. And we were the two PMs on that team. And there were like 30 engineers. And our job as a team was to build things that were, you know, maybe wild distractions for anyone else in the company to work on. That could be such big bets. Someone should just do them. And so we launched all sorts of new things for Cloudflare together. Um, like Cloud, uh, both of us at different times were the product manager on Cloudflare Workers, which is our edge computing platform. Uh, which is now like a major part of Cloudflare, but was kind of an experiment to start. Um, both of us were PMs at different times on 1.1.1.1, uh, which is their private DNS resolver, which is now like a huge part of the internet goes through, but at the time was built in 21 days, kind of just let's see what happens. And so we build things together and it's the thing that we love to do. Um, and, you know, uh, around April, May, uh, I was chatting with Erdifa, my co-founder, and we were just like gossiping about this old team. He was still on it. I had left to join USB. Um, and he was telling me about how everything uh, works on the team. And we thought, uh, you know, it's so outrageous how people build products today. Even at companies like Cloudflare, what we're really just doing is we're taking screenshots of the product on staging and putting it into Google Docs. We're, we're like writing fixes and spreadsheets different people who wanted to give feedback would create like their own wiki page of like their own feedback about the product. And then we would just spend all of our time, like going from these like screenshots and Google sheets and Google docs to Jira's. And we're like, Oh my God, if only people could leave notes on the product itself. And so that is what we're building with jam. It's like Figma comments. It's in context on your product, but on your staging site, on your dev environment in production secretly. Um, and I, uh, the goal is to speed up product teams and let product managers do their real job instead of, you know, triaging Google Sheets and Google Docs. So I, I kind of have this problem um, that you're, I think, solving where like, I, I mean, I'm not doing any like crazy code stuff, but I do have, like, I am building like websites with Webflow um, and some like no code stuff. So let's just pretend like it was code. I can implement this. 
um, if I was ultimately shipped up like a version of the website is a way that I could use jam is before just like making it, you know, sending out that link to every individual person, dumb DMing me, like just, this pretty much cluster F like, is that ultimately the problem you solve? It makes that cleaner, a little easier to, to kind of keep that cycle. And if not, can you kind of describe some more use cases um, that someone used when, when using Jam? Yeah, absolutely. You know how sometimes you get a DM and you're like, you have a typo right here. And you're like, where are you in the site? Or, hey, it doesn't look very good on my phone. You're like, what phone do you use? Like, where? <laughs> what are you doing? We're like, I clicked this button and nothing happened. And you're like, tell me more. <laughs> like, all the whenever we have to talk about website changes, it all happens out of context. And actually it's so out of context that people just are hopping on Zooms now to, to like give feedback. They need to be able to point. And so instead you would do the pointing with Jam asynchronously without having to hop in a meeting, without having to have a big back and forth. Instead, what someone would do is they would click on the place on the site and then it would pop up a little place to leave a note and they would leave a note with Jam. It's like Google Doc style comments, uh, but for your site. And you could use it beforehand, like when it's still in Webflow, like when it's still being built. But there's also a secret mode for Jam that you could use in production. That would be a total secret uh, to end users that you could use and people in the know would use. And the way that it works is there's a secret password to light up Jam. And if you just type it into the keyboard because you know the secret password, it will light up Jam. So everyone can collaborate in production if they know the secret password. But if they don't, uh, they don't even know Jam is there. And kind of... Go into like a little deeper into the user experience. Like I'm wondering for myself, I also know that like pretty much every listener probably is in the bucket of someone that can use Jam because like everyone listening, you know, in startups, in venture capital, and like this is a problem. Like you're solving a real giant issue that I deal with every day when I'm shipping new new um, new parts of the website. I know many people are. So let's say I um someone. Do I send like a link to the website? They can you just tell me like exactly if I wanted if I bought it or I got the product today, and I wanted feedback on the new website. What is the flow? Do I send them a link? Do they then like they 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 mark it up and then I can like see their marks? I, I just want to dive deeper because like I know everyone listening and probably wants to learn more about it too. <laughs> yeah, the way that it would work. Well, Jam is like Intercom. It's just running in your site, and so I. Uh, you can show a little jam button if it's still on staging and you want people to be able to click and leave comments. Or if you send them with uh, like, you know, question mark jam at the end of the URL, uh, they will just get the site with jam lit up. How do you, um, like, how, I have to, I have to guess that this is blowing, like people want this. When, they, when you tell people, when you tell product teams about this, they're like, you just saved our, our lives. Thank you. H I'm curious, how do you get the word out about this? Like, um, is it, something where you just let people know and they just like they, they beg you for it like is it something where you're using content marketing is it kind of like sales i'm interested like with something so i think i think important to product development how are you thinking about getting the word out about it yeah um you cut up for a bit there i think the question is how, like how do we get the word out We're yep that's right lucky. yeah ultimately it's like with something that is so useful to so many people, how do you think about getting the word out to, um, to, to the world about it? Yeah, we're, we're in a really, really lucky spot where this is a huge pain point for every company. And it's so funny, actually. We hop on calls with product managers and designers and engineers at all sorts of companies that like, we grew up really respecting and loving and like, admiring. And every single one of them is like, oh, it's so embarrassing how we do feedback internally. And they screen share and they show us. 
and they show us their Google Docs and their notions of screenshots. And they show us how they take screenshots of their website and then they put the screenshot into Figma and annotate it. But by the time it's annotated, it has nothing to do with the actual site. And they show us these like broken processes of many tools. Then they're embarrassed. They're like, I know we should have a better process, but we don't. And we're like, no, 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 every single company. And it's so funny how that's how true that is. Um, so we're really, really lucky where there's a real pain point here and um, people are just telling each other and it's, it's, um, it's really nice. What have been something that you, that you've, learn since since starting this product like you, you obviously have some awesome experience um at different companies um but i think when you found found it start a new product found a new company there's always new learning that you can come across um so far what have you learned it could be about team uh team building fundraising uh, uh you know product development but what is something that you something new that you learned since starting jam you know i've never been a designer so i never knew what it was like to be a designer but at this point we've talked to you know 100 something designers and um, every, almost every single one of them has told us the same thing. And it's been super interesting. Um, what designers tell us is that their job, like what they do day to day, can feel like doing a group project in high school, where ultimately they're going to get graded on someone else's work. Like it doesn't matter how nice their Figma is. What matters is the product that's shipped. And they have almost no control about what happens. So they're like anxiously sitting there like, they slack the engineer working on it every day. They have to hop in a Zoom. They're just like, um, you know, like this thing is going to ship. I'm going to get evaluated on it and I can't make it good. I have to influence another person to do it well. Um, and engineers don't see the details that designers see. They're not motivated by this, like, like, you know, when the border is like the wrong number of pixels or the padding is the wrong number of pixels, it's painful to the designer, but the engineer may not see it. And so that, um, like, how, that has been such an interesting um, like thing to learn. It's like so clear when I hear that, that we need to be able to bring in designers into the process earlier and make it easier for them to get feedback along the way instead of having this like anxious thing at the end. Um, but that's, that's been such a learning. I have this theory that ultimately there's a cloud of knowledge in startups that like that anyone it can access at any time but depending on what you're spending your time on in this stage you only can be thinking about a certain part of that cloud even if you know like other parts exist like you're not thinking about them so then when you enter that part you're like oh my gosh like now i know that more and it's just like a never-ending um never-ending navigating around this cloud i've never used that analogy before but like it is like you're always learning something new even if you thought you maybe knew it before you started it you know Oh, totally. And then they, and, um, and it's so clear once you know, like, okay, here, for example, so same, uh, so with designers, what designers tell us they do, or is they um, will go into staging or the preview link, wherever the engineer is showing their in-progress work, and they open up DevTools, and they spend an hour making CSS changes until it looks perfect. And then there's no save button. So uh, they take a screenshot, and then they send the screenshot to the engineer, and they say, uh, make it look like this. And then the engineer spends another hour trying to reverse engineer what it is the designer did, but then it's still not perfect because the engineer doesn't have the same eye for design. And um, like once you hear that and see that, it's so obvious. It's like, oh my God, of course, it's, like that's a broken process. Um, of course we should give you a way to participate. But before that, I never thought about it. So if you were to kind of look out for, for Jam, you know, post product hunt launch, post multiple years, post massive, massive success, 
Um, I'm curious, what does it look like in five years? What does it look like in 10 years? Or in other words, what's the big vision for Jam and what direction are you growing in every day? Oh, we love building products. Everyone on our team is someone who does side hacks and side projects. Um, Ertifa and I, before starting Jam together, um, after we uh, were both at Cloudflare, we used to just kind of build side things together. Like exactly a year ago, um, we and another friend uh, went to Colorado for a weekend to do like a half weekend together just to build something. Um, we love building products. We want everyone to be involved in building products. It's the most fun thing you can do is invent something from scratch. And it's playful and it's whimsical and, it, and it's like a little, you know, put yourself out there in a good way. And uh, today, so few people on a team can actually actively have a part of building the thing. They can try to influence it, but ultimately it's up to someone else to implement what they want. We want to build Photoshop for the web. It should be the case that you're in staging, in your site, in your product. You should click on something in the page and you should get a little editor and you should be able to edit it and push those changes uh, to create a pull request on GitHub without having a dev environment, without knowing to code. You should just be able to contribute. You should be able to change the copy. You should be able to rearrange things around on the site. You should be able to change the colors, change the fonts. And you should be able to do it um, just as anyone who loves building products. To make that happen, I mean, it's a big vision. You'll need some help, right? And like, luckily, you got all these people listening to this podcast that know the questions coming. And the question is, how can the Forward Thinking Founders community help you make your vision happen? Are you hiring uh, for, for team members? Are you looking for users? Are you, are you fundraising, looking for partnerships? How can the listeners assist? Yes. Okay, there are two key hires we're really looking for right now. One is a designer who just kind of loves products and gets, like, gets excited when a product is kind of lovable and playful. Uh, you know, do you remember when Snapchat came out? <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I actually remember it uh, fairly well, yeah. Yeah. At the time, there was Facebook, which was, like, very official. And then there was Instagram, which was, like, beautiful. And then Snapchat was kind of this dorky app. Like, it had that teal bar with the soccer goal animation. And you had to swipe through different screens. You never quite knew where in the app you were. But because it was so kind of dorky, it kind of gave you a place to be dorky, which was so special at the time. And right now, work is kind of in that place. Like, we have Jira, which is official. Jira is Facebook. And then, you know, we have Notion, which is beautiful. But where do you get wacky and whimsical? And, like, where do you get dorky with your product team? Which is the best part of building a product, is you get to, like, have this play space. So, designer who just wants to enable that and loves that is someone who we're looking for. And the other is, uh, you know, we have this great community of users uh, they celebrate each other's product launches uh, together. They, they celebrate each other's products. They give each other feedback. Uh, like, just really awesome. And someone who, like, wants to help promote people in the community and, like, help celebrate people building in public, uh, just like a great community person. Um, so we're looking for both of those things. Uh, and if anyone listening is one of them, uh, we'd love to hear. My email is danny at jam.dev. All right. And if someone is in that category, is one of those people they want to reach out, or if someone just wants to learn more about what you're working on, uh, just to confirm, can you please share what your website is? Can they find you on social media? What's your email one more time? How can people get in touch? Definitely. Uh, the site is jam.dev. And you can try out the product there. The secret password you would type into the keyboard to light up jam is on our site, jam. And so if you just go to jam.dev and you type in jam, it'll light up jam. And you can try it out.
I am going to do that right after we hop off the podcast. That is, that's very, it's like an obvious product move, but also like a non-obvious. But when you, like, when you say it, like what a genius way to highlight, you know, what you're building, right? Like you just do it on jam, like, like offer feedback on jam, use jam. That's cool. Well, Matt, it's the, the whole type into the keyboard to light a jam comes from a friend of mine. Um, my friend Dan Schlosser has a personal website with the coolest features. And one of them is if you type dark, on a site, it will let it up dark mode. And if you type light on a site, it will light up light mode. And I thought that's so cool. We just have to do that in jam. Well, if you are listening to this podcast, which obviously you all are, if you're hearing my voice, um, you should uh, go to the website, uh, kind of give the feedback and like shoot me a DM on Twitter, share me, share me what you share. I love to like create a little community around, around jam and all these different products. Well, thank you so much, Danny. Um, for coming onto the podcast, what you're working on is so important um, for product development. And I'm really looking forward to seeing the vision happen. Thanks so much for coming onto the podcast. Thank you so much, Matt. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the episode of Forward Thinking Founders. If you're sitting there, you're just saying, Matt, I want more. How can I get more? Well, luckily you can get it at Forward Thinking City. Forward Thinking City is a community for the Forward Thinking Network, right? And we have multiple different aspects of the city. One, we have AMAs. Some of the previous guests that have been on the podcast, like Jonathan Barkle, Kristen Anderson, Austin Allred, come back and they do AMAs with the residents. You can ask them any question that you want, right? You can ask them about fundraising the early days, how they got their customers. We do these every single week with another, you know, really great founder that has been on the podcast. Additionally, um, we have our pitch battles, right? So if you want feedback on your pitch and the opportunity to potentially pitch in front of VCs and talk one-on-one with venture capitalists, this is where to do it. These are monthly pitch battles. So if you don't get in the first time, try again, right? The goal is to improve and get feedback to eventually one, raise, uh, get, get into the room with the VCs, two, raise capital, three, so you can get back to your company and building a great startup, building a great business. The last thing I'll mention is that if you were kind of interested in just community, we have our coffee hours and happy hours where you can meet other residents, learn about what they're working on, talk about social things, anything you want. This is a city for founders. It is for investors. It is for startup enthusiasts. It's for anyone that loves startups. So if you're interested in what I'm saying, Go to forwardthinking.city and join the city for $15 a month. Um, you know, the way, the reason I charge is because I want to be able to do this full time and bring as much value as I possibly can. And I think it's well worth the value. You can ask any of the current residents and they will attest to that. So go to forwardthinking.city, join the city, and you'll see immediately the, the next AMA, the next pitch battle, the next event. And I hope to see you there. Forwardthinking.city. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.